The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. It's one of those things where you replay in your mind over and over, and you're like, dang it, if I'd only known that's what was going oh, to happen. Oh, you can't do that. You can't go down I, that slippery slope if so I'd only much, done this differently. There's so much I could have done. I could have just sat there and not gone anywhere. I could have made a real big deal about it, but I decided to be cool. Be like, all right, we'll move along. We'll let things go. You know, I did the wave to the side. I thought I got the nod, and we went around, and she was planning it the whole time. Like, in hindsight, I knew it. Like, I, I can see exactly no, what she, she was doing. she sounds like a bad person. That was a bad person. Mm-hmm. Dang it, though, I want to find her. I'm Love sorry, that sucks. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to get to today. Just again, want to remind everybody that Fun Employment Radio is up for best local podcast. And you can go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on Sarah's Big old yellow button right there <laughs> on the front page. That will take you directly to where you can vote for Fun Employment Radio. Just all you have to do is enter in your email address. It takes like 15 seconds maybe max. Uh, really goes a long ways to helping us. So if you don't mind just taking a quick second, go to our website. Click that big old yellow button. Stop saying that. It's right there at the top of the page, and that'll take you directly there to vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Local Podcast. Helps us out tremendously, and we really appreciate those of you that just take those few seconds to do that. It would go a long ways. All right. So we do have a lot to get to today. And we were going to talk about the plan today was, and I don't even think I ever said this on air, was to talk about what's going on with the neighborhood. Because there's some new there's some new developments. New developments in my neighborhood. And that's what we were going to start the show off with today. <laughs> but instead, we're going to talk about this. So this morning, um, in case you don't know, I go downtown. I work for Digital Trends in the morning. I film videos for them. What is Digital Trends, Greg? Digital Trends is Consumer Technology Review. And so I film a daily video for them early in the morning that goes up on YouTube and then disperses. I don't know where all they send it to. A bunch of places. All over the internet. It squirts all over the internet. That's a really gross way. They do not categorize it as that, as squirting all over the internet. But the video does go a bunch of places. Anyway, so I have to go there early in the morning, and so I drive there. And this morning, um, and I'll say something that's a little bit Portland-centric just so Portland people know exactly what I'm talking about. I was driving down Hawthorne, and I got to the point where there's this there's this curve where you have to zip over a block and then you go down. So there's a a curve block. I think it's like, like, is that 12th? It's 12th. I hate that curve. It's right next to Cartlandia, if you're familiar with the area. We're like basically... It's no man's land for people just like crossing in and out of um, like different lanes. Like people don't know where they're supposed to go. There's like cars coming from probably about three different directions, all going to one one way yeah. street, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So it's switching four from different two directions way to actually. One way. Yeah. And and uh, I was before you. Get, there's a light right there, so it's before you take the turn. So you have to turn right, and then traffic will either take you left or you can go straight. And those are the only options that you have. So I'm standing there. Or standing there. I'm sitting there at the light and minding my own business, thinking about what's going on for the day. And at that moment, just when the light hadn't even turned yet, I felt this coo. Like my that truck. Hard? My truck like like did a little like lunge. A shutter, yeah. Yeah, a little shutter. Not a not a full on like fly forward, you know, because I had my brakes on. So I didn't really go forward, but it was like a coo in the back. Oh man. And at first, I was like, it was almost one of those things where, like, if your car suddenly shuts off 
and like jolts a little bit. Oh my gosh, I've I had, had those kinds of issues. Before. I had that once, like 15 years ago, when I was stuck on the Hawthorne Bridge for a bridge lift, mm-hmm. and they t- they recommend that you turn off your car. Um, and you know, so that way you're not like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, pretty. when you're on the bridge. So I turned off my car, and that was right when my alternator decided to go out. So I had that death rattle shutter, like the whole, like the, the stop, and then everything's and it shutters, and then like silence. Yeah, I mean, mine wasn't a constant shutter, it was more like just one of the a slam. <sighs> Where uh, it took me a second, and I was like, did my car just turn off? And then I look in my rearview mirror, and I realize there is a car right up on me. And what had happened is I had been rear-ended. So obviously, of course you have. Obviously not, and I want to preface this, you know, not in a terrible way. I don't have whiplash or anything like that. Like, it wasn't, this wasn't a, a life-threatening injury. It's a, it's a bumper. You know, I got hit with, you know, a, what do you call that? What would be the word for that? Uh, just a, a fender bender. You got maybe. rear-ended. Yeah. Maybe not even a fender bender, but I got rear-ended. Because this woman clearly wasn't paying Got attention and just tap. went, yeah. yeah, and went forward and was right up on me. And so I look in the rearview mirror, and uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a woman who was driving. And, you know, since she was so close to me, and I've got a truck, it's kind of hard to see a whole lot back there. And I couldn't really mm. see what the car was other than it was bigger than mine. And it looked like kind of a Wagoneer kind of style, like a Jeep I don't know if they still make Wagoneers. I mean, we had a Grand Wagoneer when I was a kid, but that was like in the 80s. If you know me, you know I'm terrible with cars. Was it like a Bronco? Uh, no, it wasn't a Bronco. I mean, it's a newer car. Yeah, I really don't think they make Wagoneers after like 1995. Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokees they still make. Okay, so maybe it was a Grand Cherokee. That could have been it. And it was red? Yeah, it was red. Yeah, like a, like yeah bright... they do not make Wagoneers anymore. They were last made in 1991. Oh, I said 95. I was so, so close. So, so <laughs> no, uh, but it was something like like that, you know. So, so I'm I may be wrong. Maybe it was a Cherokee, I, but I'm pretty sure it was Jeep. So this all happened pretty fast while this was going on, and, and did it was you get like to a, see what she looked like. Well, I'll go. I'll walk through it. All. Okay. So it was a maroon car, and the there was a, definitely a woman. Uh, she had. Curly blonde hair, kind of like the big hair, um, big curly blonde hair. She she probably looked in, I would say, late 40s, 50s. Was she wearing sunglasses? I don't know. I mean, uh, all this is happening really quick. Yeah. So you got to remember, this is like a second, you know, uh, maybe two seconds that I got to look back there. And then the light turned, and you have to make a decision right then. Yeah, like, either do you're, I you're stop? forced to the left or you go straight. Do, yeah. Well, and there's nowhere to go to the left because there's a barrier right there. And so I, I couldn't go to the left. So I was in the left-hand lane right there. So it's either you go forward and get out of traffic, and you have to go around the corner in order to do that because there's no side street parking there, or you, you park the car and you get out. And you, that's it. You're stopping traffic for a while during the middle of rush hour. Yeah. And so those were, those were my choices. And so you have to make a decision really quick. And my decision was, you know, in this two, three seconds of, okay, it wasn't bad enough. I'm not hurt. I don't think there's probably a lot of damage because the car's running. So I'm like, uh, I, can, I think we can make it through. If this person's cool about it, we can make it through, and then we'll park, yeah, and, and we'll assess damage. Our, yeah, we'll assess damage, and if there's no damage, no big deal. I would have been like, okay, fine. You know, we go, we go on our way. Because the last thing I want to do is deal with insurance companies either. Like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if, the, but if my car is damaged, then, well, yeah, you know, I want it fixed. That's what insurance is for. So... So I look back at her. I'm looking in the rearview mirror. You know, at first I did the, ah, you know, one of those things where you throw your hands up. And then um, I started moving, and I waved my hand out the car, and I did the, 
what like I thought was like side. a universal yeah. sign, yeah, of go to the side. And in, the only place to do that there is you have to go around a couple blocks to make that happen because there, there's nowhere on the side. Okay. There's, there's no side there because of construction and everything else. Uh, so I looked in the rearview mirror and I saw her, what I thought was give a, a nod of like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, we'll pull over, we'll take a look. And, and, and yeah, like I said, if everything's fine, we'll go on our way. Regardless, I was completely stopped, so it definitely wasn't my fault, and she, she bumped me from behind. Now, as we're going around, we get ready to go around the corner, and I had pointed left, and I was clearly in the left-hand lane. The only way to go is left. She got in that same lane and was following behind me, and as soon as I started turning the corner to where there was no turning back, she, she slowed down. And then went, vroom, zoomed into the right-hand lane and went what straight to where I can't go. It's because this one way on both ways. I, I, I can't turn. No, there's like no can, way that you can get out. Yeah. No, I can't flip around and like go that way. Like, and I'm stuck at a light at that point. So basically, the only way to get back to where she was is I'd have to go two blocks forward and then cut all the way down, which I did just to see if there was a possibility she got stuck in traffic and I could catch up to her. And so I drove another 10 blocks. I drove two blocks down, 10 blocks over. Yeah, because you can't go one way the other way. Thinking maybe she was still going to try to cross a bridge and maybe I'd like run into her right there and and still be able to find her. I did not. She just full on fled the scene and and is going to get away with it. Oh, but man. that's what if you know of anyone, unfortunately, that's what the part where it's like looking back. I wish I would have because I started memorizing her license plate. Do you remember the first uh, Y is all I remember? I think there was a W Y, but I don't know that for sure either. I'm, I'm pretty positive about the Y and that's it. So was I was it the reading first it, letter. Second letter was a Y. Second letter was a Y. Second letter was a Y. And it was a maroon, not a bright red, a maroon, some like sort maroon. of Jeep with a 40 ish. Blonde lady with curly hair. But again, remember that's two to three seconds of looking. Yeah. Because that's all I had. And I, because I had to look out because I didn't want to run into somebody else while I'm looking in my mirror, you know, trying not to hit, trying to figure out her stuff. I don't want to hit the person in front of me when I'm going around the corner. So it's, so it's not like I could sit there and study it. Um, I just went on the honor system of that. I assumed she was going to, you know, yeah. do the right well, thing. Well, you would assume. I know. And the, the, That's the, other the problem thing is this. about being like an so, optimist and a nice person is like you assume people are going to do the right thing. Here's the other and thing. they don't. Here's the other thing with it. So I know she was going to be going the same direction as me because the lane that you're in, that's really the only way you can go is go left. She had to wait, stutter back, and then zip around me and go a different direction. Wow. So she, she was intentionally waiting to see if I would turn that corner and then avoided me. And I bet if I'd have gone straight, she would have turned left. Like she was, she was going to do whatever the opposite was of what I was going to do. Yeah, and that's just that's that's what happened. So that's where we are. And then, then like I'm saying though, in hindsight, I'm like man, I wish I would have just, I guess, taken a second longer and stalled traffic. But is you what can't. I, I mean, maybe it would have been an even. Maybe she is like a terrible human, and then would try to sue, like reverse sue you. Say that I was road raging at her or something. Exactly. If I got or out like or... you had slammed on your brakes, and then she has like a, a kink in her neck, like. Anyone who's like yeah. that, who's that, I mean, if I hit somebody, there's no way. There are people in, in this world that will, like, somebody will hit somebody and drive off, and some people won't. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that is, like, a, the divide. Like, I would not leave. Yeah. Would you leave? Yeah. No. Oh, no, I would never leave. Exactly. No, no I'm not going to leave. I think that that's no, a No, if big... I hit somebody, I'm, I'm not going to leave. Yeah, I don't think if anyone that I... If it's my fault, I... it sucks, but I'm going to stop. I'm not going to, like, run off. I don't think anyone that I, like, really care about either who's, like, I would consider a good friend would be, like, just take off, like, oh, I hit somebody and then drove yeah. off. Like, 
No. Yeah. I mean, and and she did do a little bit of damage. It was to some damage because I'd been rear-ended before. Um, also completely stopped. And so part of my bumper did have does have a little tear in it, and she uh, went ahead and took care of that. So it's snapped up now. Um, so she did do a little bit of damage. I probably still wouldn't have even bothered. Like, it wouldn't have been en- enough for me to really care. Yeah. But the principle of the matter is I expected her to stop and, and you know, talk about it. And I could say, you know, and then maybe I would have made her day by saying, you know what? Don't worry about it. It was just a mistake. Let's go on our way. But now I'm like, fuck you. Now I want to find you. All right. So that's. that's so we don't want I mean? a witch hunt. But if anybody no. knows of any. And that's not enough info to really. Uh, you I never mean... know. Let me just let me just state for the record. All right. If you see, uh, yeah, a maroon, some sort of Jeep with a with a blonde, curly haired lady driving around with some front end damage with a Y somewhere. In her license plate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there. Let us know. That'd be great. Or if you can get her full license plate, if you think it might be her, and then we can. Yeah. Out. I mean, I, I think I'd be able to verify you know, if I saw her. But again, it, it did happen really quick. I mean, and that's happened to me before, though, where I did have somebody go psycho on on it, oh, uh, on yeah. me for something. Because I was in, actually, this one, I was in a Safeway parking lot. And uh, Safeway is like Ralph's or whatever you have, a grocery store. And I was backing up out of a parking spot. And I was almost completely turned to where, you know, getting ready to turn the other way and go out. And then I heard, felt a, a bump. And what happened is this lady had backed up and wasn't looking. And I was actually way more turned. I was almost at a 45-degree angle. Mm-hmm. She was backing straight up and hit me. So I was like, well, okay, at least I was already turned. So, yeah. you know, I'm further out than you oh, were. Oh, no, I remember this whole well, and, Yeah, show. and this woman uh, bumped me. And then she, she I, I got out and I looked and it didn't appear to be any damage on either of us. And I was, that was another one of the situations where I was just like, well, you know, whatever, we're fine. I mean, we were going like two miles an hour. But she insisted on doing the insurance thing. I said, fine. We exchanged insurance. And then later on, maybe a week later, I got a call from my insurance company saying, okay, so uh, we got a call from this woman. She said you were in an accident. Or she was in an accident with you. She said that she was backing out of her parking oh, spot man. and you were flying around a corner through the parking lot and slammed into the side of her. And then I believe tried to get take off, but I stopped and I got out and I verbally yelled at her and that I was part of some pirate radio station. <laughs> <laughs> so she oh, yeah. clearly had my name and looked me up and thought Fun and Pirate Radio was some pirate radio station. And I feel and like she thinks you're, like, you're really like an hour pirate. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I have no idea what's that. She seems like she'd be very confused about that. She had the wrong that. make and wrong color of the truck, even though she had my insurance info. You know, and I took pictures of That's everything. something special. Like, yeah, the wrong color, wrong make, and completely not what happened. In it, and I had to go through that whole thing for months because this woman was either crazy or just trying to lie about it. I don't know. I think she was a little of both. I mean, she may have honestly believed that's what happened. Oh yeah. Um, in her mind, she was pretty nutty. But yeah. So you, you never know what it's gonna what it's gonna be when those things. Anyway, that's what happened to me this morning. So that's it what could I have been. Right. At least you're okay. Yeah, I'm your, fine. Your truck I'm is fine. okay. It just kind of sucks when somebody shows you, like, oh, no, there are still, like, crappy people. There's crappy people. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. So it's really not it's, not it's not the end of the world. It's just the principle. It's just like a reminder of, yeah, okay, you suck. You suck, lady. Well, I, be- I don't know. I, maybe there's – I'd like to try and, like, think of the positive. Like, maybe she was distracted or, like, something bad had happened to her and, like, she just wasn't thinking straight. Like, maybe it wasn't intentional. Uh, sure. It was pretty intentional. I know. Yeah. I know. 
Yeah, I don't think there's a. I mean, she stuttered when she saw me. Like she slowed down. To, to oh see no, I know I she's a horrible doing. person. I know. I was yeah. just trying to find some like. Positive. I mean, maybe she's got some more bad stuff going on in her life. Exactly. Like you never know what's going on. Yeah. Right. Sure. Sure. Principle of the matter is still stuck. Okay. Speaking about stuck. what's going on, so you were talking okay. about um, your... Let's get to something else. Yeah, the neighbor thing, because I'm really curious about this. All right. Let's let's make it all Greg all the time. Well, no, I Can mean... we call it Greg Employment Radio? <laughs> I, we don't have to talk about it if you'd like to talk about something else. Uh, but the How you're afraid of my dolls? Yeah, your dolls are absolutely terrifying. <laughs> if you listen to yesterday's show, her dolls are... Friggin' scary. And, and they're here, and Greg is so scared. We put that video up, too. I, I made part of that video, or most of it, public on our YouTube channel. Uh, uh, subscribe to Fun Employment Radio on YouTube, please, if you can. YouTube.com slash Fun Employment Radio. Actually, the more subscribers, even if you're not watching our videos, even if you hit the subscribe button, it actually helps us uh, monetarily. So that would be cool. That really would. Yeah, it would. Yeah, another little thing that doesn't cost anything that you could do. Uh, but, yeah, I put that video up, though, with the the pictures of the... Of the dolls, and Sarah explaining her dolls that she brought from home. All I got to say, like just I just watch collected it. them. Just watch them. There's an explanation, but also I think we're gonna do film a little uh, short thing afterward because I swear, if I had all the money in the world, I would want to buy the moment that Greg forgot that all the dolls were sitting on the couch in the green room and just was so freaked out and so mad. They need at to me. be out of our green room <laughs> immediately. It is terrifying. I can tell how scared you were because you got angry, almost like started air punching. Well, no, because I opened the door. And like we have our so our broadcast studio, we have our broadcast section, and then we've got a door that connects to our green room. And you go into our green room, and I we were not expecting any guests. And so usually though, when they're in there, they're sitting on the couch. I'd open the door, and there's just this. Ugh! I just see like figures sitting on the couch, and it scared the shit out of me because I'm jumpy enough as it is. You're and I didn't jumpy. expect. Well, and it's been a jumpy day, and then I didn't expect five. Figures sitting on there, all staring at me with their beady little doll eyes. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. I was, I was scared. What are you gonna do? Well, I'm sorry. I They're didn't all mean to scare go. you. I just wanted to give you some new friends. They are all going to go away. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's what's happening in my house. Tell me. So, in case you don't know, I live in a house in Southeast Portland, and uh, I live God in the converted it, attic. I've got two roommates. For years, I had my meth head neighbors that I share a fence with. My kitchen window sits up higher. It's about like a story off the ground and, or half story maybe. I don't know. Uh, numbers. And uh, it overlooks the fence into the neighbor's yard. I can, I can see into the backyard over there. Now I have you the meth head. Oh, yeah. I can see everything that goes on in there. And so I had the meth head neighbors for years. The Method Wars, you can listen to someday. We need to make an anthology of all of the Method sure. stories that we'll put up at FunEmploymentRadio.com. I'll, I'll work on that. That'll be a project to work on. Or if somebody wants to help out with that, that'd be great. So, so I had the Method Neighbors. I won that war in that they moved out. The building was split because there used to be a hairdress shop and then the Methods lived in the back in the apartments. And after that, they moved out. Russians moved in um, who mysteriously had many different cars that were frequently parked out front that would change out constantly. Um, Some very fancy cars that would be there and then gone the next day. My neighborhood is not a neighborhood where most people have fancy cars. So whatever they were doing, oh yeah, they used to bring in too like a whole bunch of boxes of like video game consoles and then they... All kinds of stuff that totally didn't fall off of a Totally. There's no... Yeah, I mean, they just happened to buy like 10 Xboxes. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just makes sense. I mean, if you buy one, you might as well just buy... Why wouldn't you have 10 Xboxes? Nine more at the same time. I mean, you want to, you know, get one in every room. I mean, gosh, it just makes sense. Mm -hmm. Things like that. So, 
So, uh, so they were there. Now they have been very quiet, and I'm not sure who is still living there or not. Now I thought they were still there because I have seen them come in and out. But the other part of the business that used to be the uh, beauty shop, this is all confusing, turned into a Mexican restaurant briefly, <laughs> where they built this cart to go on the side of it. It was a real kind of janky restaurant thing they had going there. I don't know what what was going on there. Um, I mean, I did. I went over there a couple of times. The guy seemed nice. But they were very rarely ever open. I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. How do you have it's a restaurant kind of if you're suspect. never open? Huh. I mean, I, I'm like, I live right here, so I generally know if you're open and there you're some, never open. There are never some places open. in Portland that have just been, I mean, a lot of places struggle and like close down. But there are some that have been there for years. For example, if anyone lives in southeast Portland, there is this place on the corner of like 41st and uh, Clinton, southeast 41st and Clinton. Called like Area Forty One. It has been there as long as I've lived here. Is that it the, has the, like a the weird looking store or something. Or? Yes, and it has yeah. been there for as long as I can remember. It has all kinds of neat knickknacks and things in the windows, and I have never ever seen it open. But it's still there, still has the property, and even on the front it says like Area Forty One, the place that's never open. Yeah, I'm like, how are you possibly? Because sometimes the things on the windows change, so it has to be open at some point. That's but weird. And it even says the place that's never open? Yeah, it says underneath, like, handwritten. It's a very strange building. It says, like, the place that's, that is never open. What do they sell in there? All kinds of, like, weird knickknacks, like mannequin heads and, like, board games. So, and... like, a gremlin's shop? Dude, yeah. Like, you looks... can buy a mogwai in there? I want to go there so bad. I want to buy a mogwai. Every time I drive down, like, every time I'm in the area, I'll kind of drive by just to see if it's open. It has never been open. Ever. Wow. But that place, yeah, it's just open. I, I have no idea. Quick side question before we get back to talking about the neighbor thing. What would you rather own? A Mogwai? Yes. Or an E.T.? Or let me think about it. What's another mythical creature that you could own? Um, let's see. Mogwais are pretty cool. Do you know Flight of the Navigator at all? Mm-hmm. You know the little buddy that he's got? No. Okay. I used to love Flight of the Navigator. Was that, that the was one like where they go up movie. to the spaceship and there's like the weird peop- the weird aliens up there? You're thinking of Explorers. That's what I'm thinking of. Nope. Today. Spoilers. I seen, yeah. Um, Explorers is also a wonderful movie. Oh, oh, it's fantastic! In it's, your childhood mind, it was so good as a kid. I it's always pretty, wanted to be. Like, I always wanted to be like those kids. I know you did. River Everybody Phoenix wanted to be group. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you want to be a River Phoenix. Um, I would want out of all of that because. So uh, okay, so we've got oh, a luck dragon. <gasps> uh, no, not a luck dragon because that's too big. Because everybody would want a luck dragon because you can ride a luck dragon and it flies. So scratch luck dragons out because we already know that's a, what everybody wants. A mogwai. An E.T., um, and what's a third one? What's a third little creature that you could have? I mean, I would say Alf, but Alf what about be... a, um What about those little things from Star Wars? <laughs> Mr. Jackie says you can't own an E.T. It's a dang sentient being. Well, I mean, you got, just wants to you got, He was owned it. by like a 10-year-old boy in that movie. So, I mean, I, th- I don't think he's that smart. Or what E.T. About... was not the brightest of the bunch. Let's just say that. Of that group, of those aliens, E.T. was definitely not the brightest. He was clearly lower on the totem pole. Um, okay. Mogwai, and E.T., and... What, what was... are the things from Star Wars? The fuzzy little things. The Ewoks. Oh, an Ewok? All right, fine. Ewok. I would go with E.T. Absolutely, 100%. He's not fuzzy. He's not fuzzy, but he's cool, and he can, like, fix things, and he can make things fly, and he's nice. I don't have to worry about getting... Like, he can go swimming with me with his little feet. Yes, but you're because... always going to have... These uh, government scientists like chasing after you. Well, you didn't specify that. Well, okay. E.T. does not mind very well. He gets out. 
He goes through everything. But look, he gets I already drunk. Have, I already have a couch full of dolls control. that he can hide in. Just like he does in the closet in the movie. He can sit there on the couch and nobody will know. I'll put a little hat on him with a little flower in it. And nobody will be the wiser. Uh... I don't know. I mean, I mean, a mugwai. Right. I would be so stressed out because I would like to go swimming, or you know, at some point, I would be so afraid uh, that that I would do something wrong and it would turn into a gremlin. I know. That yeah, that's would. true. That is a, that is good. It's a fair point. No, it, I absolutely would. I'm not responsible enough. Well, look, to, I'm not responsible enough to have a living plant in my apartment. I don't think I'm responsible enough to keep water away from a mugwai. There's issues with all of them. When you really think about it, I mean, uh, Jacob's just saying, I know you're upset about your wreck, but you don't need to start talking shit about E.T., Greg. I'm, I'm not talking wow, shit about it. I him. know. You're really like going down a dark path here. I'm just saying it's a lot of work to have an E.T. I mean, it's a lot of work to have a Mogwai. And what was the other one we had? Oh, uh, an Ewok. Ewoks make spears and get all stabby. Like, so I don't know if I'd trust that. All right. Either. So there's a stabby teddy bear. I don't think I want the stabby, stabby teddy bear. There's a, so there's a little Ewoks fluffy thing that you that can right. hug, but if you get him wet or like he eats after midnight, then he's going to turn into a horrible demonic little creature. Although that's some good money making right there because you can get an extra, extra Mogwais and you can sell them. I mean, you just sell them off. Be like, hey, I got a new litter of Mogwais. Boom. Hot off the presses. You're talking about exploiting Mogwais? Yes. Of course, yeah. And you wonder why that lady just hit you and drove off. Oh, come on now. No, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, that's it's something that you could do. You could do it. Do you remember when we had, uh, who was, oh, it was uh, Michael Ian Black when we had the whole yeah. Mogwai conversation. Yeah, he called you a semantic bitch. He sure did. Um, Mr. Jenkins says, Mogwai trafficking, sick, dude. I'm not saying. Yeah, you really are going to dark places here. Like, How first is that of all, dark? you're like. You're making fun of, e- like, you're saying the E.T. is, like, not awesome, and then you're also saying I say, that what you do is you would torment, because you know Mogwais are not feeling well when they're, like, all when the other little balls are bouncing off of them. Like, it's very painful for I them. I said E.T. was a lot of work. I mean, it'd be a lot of work. Most things in life are, Greg. Well, of the three, I'm not saying, if I had no choice, yes, I would, sure, I'll own an E.T. Owning and selling living beings, you are a monster, Greg. Wow. I mean, the they got it. You're protecting, protecting ETs. So, and then we've got the Mogwais, and then we'd, uh, yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, Jacob's yeah, saying with our lifestyles, we'd out. all end up with gremlins. That's absolutely true. That's true. Be way too irresponsible. Way too irresponsible. I'm not responsible enough to have a gremlin. All right, fine. Or a Mogwai. Don't, think, don't say you've never thought about it, though. When you have a little, when you have. ET's the coolest. A little yeah, gizmo. he looks like a ball sack, but you know, he's. But he's really sweet. I can't do the gizmo song. And he but... does like, and he glows, and he's like, Elch. yeah, he's kind of a creep though too. He's not creepy. He, he did terrify controls. my childhood with his like white body laying next to that river. Yes, but oh. I, I'm talking about the mind control factor. He controls Elliot's mind. He doesn't control. He's just feeling things, and him and Elliot are connected, so Elliot happens to feel the same thing. You want to feel whatever ET's feeling? Well, I'd rather have that than like some like blood hungry gremlin or some stabby Ewok. Yeah, yeah, stabby Ewoks out. I would That's take my chances. Sure. All right. Well, anyway, beside all that, Turn back on to the your hot light. Yeah, Mr. Jackie. Back to the neighbor situation. So the one restaurant's gone, and what it is is they built a cart off the side of this thing, and then like just made it into a restaurant. It's really weird. Like they cut a hole in the wall. Greg, real quick, and, let's just take a little mental health check. How are you doing over there? Oh, I'm fine. It's being asked between the um, you know the accident this morning and the never ending Windows update on the computer. It seems like you're a little. You're a little rattled. You doing all right? I'm, I'm doing then fine. Then you're besmirching the good name of E.T. And I'm not besmirching E.T. Trying to sell little Mogwais. Just seeing if you're all, if I, everything's okay in there. I am not made of money. I can't afford to keep that many Mogwais. 
Could you? Say you make a mistake. I don't you would want make a, a mistake and drop some water on one. Yes, I absolutely would. You'd spill would. wine on it. And probably. Then, Does that count as water? Probably. You'd probably spill wine on it. You'd have like, or I would you know, like 19 drip drunk mogwais. Like it depends on. <laughs> you know, running around. Running around your apartment and you try to be nice and keep them all. You can't afford to feed that many mogwais. And you leave food out and they need after midnight. So you would have to sell them. I, I wouldn't have one to begin with because I'm not responsible enough to have one. You Once you saw a little gizmo sitting there, you oh, would want I one. Hug you him. would want to hug a gizmo. I want to hug him so much. Yeah. Yeah, and he sings for you. Oh, God. Oh, stop. See? I told you. No. No. I told you. No. Ken's asking, how do mogwais breed? Do they just do human no, the stuff? Ball, they start no, to they like, get wet. Yeah, they That's get wet, it. and then they start to, like, little pieces of them pop off, and then they become more little gremlins than yeah. mogwais. Mogwais. No, they become mogwais. Yeah. Gremlins. If you're already a gremlin and you get wet, then you make more gremlins. All right. Anyway. Back to the Mexican restaurant. So... They're, they're, <laughs> the one guy's gone. This is just seamless. Today. He was never, he was never there, and they clearly they closed again. I have no idea what happened to this. So guy. it was an old lady hair salon, and then it was a weird Mexican place that was never open. Yes, they put a cart onto the side of it and like cut a hole in the wall. Why they didn't just use the restaurant, I don't know, <laughs> but or use the facilities. Maybe they're different. I don't oh, know. I like, guess maybe they put the the food handler things like between owning like a restaurant and a food cart. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Anyway, so so that guy, that person's gone. Now, over the last few weeks, I've been seeing a lot more people back there in the backyard, and I like to sit there like my perch, you know, looking out my window at uh, at the world before me, because I can see the street down there, and then, well, I could see the street, so I could see through the next block onto the street, and I can keep an eye out, you know, for things that are going on in the neighborhood and you know what's going on out there. I consider myself kind of a, you know... A peeping Tom? No, a bit of a neighborhood watch kind of guy, but I'm not in the neighborhood watch. So so I like to I like to take a look. I like to sit there and overlook things out the window. And over the last few, few weeks, I've been noticing more and more activity out there where they were moving... Like, I went out one day and there was like a whole different cart out there. And it was positioned in a different way. Wait, so the other cart's gone? Yeah, as far as... Yeah, it's gone. All right. And it's this whole different thing. And now... I can't see down to the street. So that's, it annoyed me. I woke up one morning, I'm like, I cannot see the street. Oh, boy. I'm annoyed by this. Now, granted, this is like a full block and a half away from me, you know, and it's their property. Mm-hmm. They have the right to do whatever they want, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But they blocked my but street you can view. You still complain about it and waste everybody's time. They blocked my street view. How can I keep a watch on the neighborhood when, I, when that happens? And I've been seeing more and more people, and then all of a sudden there were like kids back there, like little kids. Like children? Like children. And I drove by. A while ago, and I realized they had op- there's now like a window where you can go order, and it's a different place entirely. No name on it, huh. but it's a different place and a different people. Like it's not the same people that were in there before. And so I've been watching out my window and watching everything that's going on there. And it happened again, and I know this has happened a few times. I mean, it's my kitchen. Oh, no. Did you get caught? And I get up in the morning oh, and... Greg. And I don't wear a shirt. Oh, no. Because it's wearing, my house. Were you wearing pants? Oh, you weren't wearing pants. You yes, except... You were not. Were you wearing... There no. was... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never no, mind, what? Never, never, never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. What are you doing over there? 99% of the time, yes, I'm wearing pants. And so... 
or I'm shorts. And I've been looking out there and I'm just watching. And I realize, you know, for me, again, I've talked about this before. I feel like it's like a one-way mirror. Like nobody can see it. It's not like that. You know, it's not how windows work. And I was thinking the other day about maybe going over there and and giving it a shot. I'm like, okay, well, it's in the neighborhood. You know, it's right there. Maybe. Maybe I'll try it. And as I'm looking out my back window, and this is in the morning, and there's this guy out there who had been mopping something. And he all of a sudden just looks up, and he smiles and waves at me. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, Greg. So this whole time where I thought I was just quietly peeping on them to see yeah, what's going on in the neighborhood. You're not getting away with anything. They've probably been talking about me as, oh, the neighbor's back. The neighbor's staring again, looking at what's going on back there. I'm not, like, threatening. Um, okay, it's being speculated that I wear tidy whities and I do not wear tidy whities Wow, he's very offended by this. I am not a tidy whitey kind of person. Uh, I'm a box of briefs, if you have no, to know. Nobody needs to if know. You, if you have to know. I don't think anyone's like, oh, my God, I need everybody to know. Everybody was, it was on their minds, and everybody wanted the visual image. So... So I'm staring, and, and I realize this guy is real. Uh, this guy is known that I'm staring at him this entire time. And the juxtaposition of going from, you know, originally it was me and the meth head neighbors. They're the they're the fucking creeps. They were the worst. I mean, they were the yeah, worst. Yeah, but it's not them anymore. And oh, now no. I'm the creepy shirtless neighbor that's staring at them, wondering sure what's are. going on over there. What are they up to? And they're like trying to be nice to you by like waving to you. Yeah, and I wasn't trying. I wasn't. Like, judging anything, I'm just like, what is happening over there? You know, because I have a history of weirdness going on over there. And now they're, like, they waved at me. So my question is this. Oh, boy. Do I go over there and order food? Well, yeah, you probably should. you probably saw me in the window. Do I acknowledge it? Because he acknowledged it. Or do I just, do I close my blinds and never look out there ever, ever again? No, well, I mean, it's your house, so I think that you should leave them open. And you should probably go over and support, you know, the local economy. I'm fine doing that. I mean, I want to try Unless the food. Unless you get, it's like, right food there. poisoning or something, yeah. That would suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I'll know if I go Maybe go there. in a disguise so they can't tell that you're, like, the should weird Should I put on, like, a mustache? Room? Yes, put on a fake So I mustache. wear a mustache and a hat and like, hello, I was just happening to be traversing through the neighborhood. Yeah, and they don't know what your voice sounds like. smell your food for a couple of blocks and thought I would try your delicacies. Don't need to disguise uh, good your sir voice. and madam, and I would wonder what you would recommend. I probably think that if you just What do you put on... think of this neighborhood? I noticed that it seems like fine people around here and then kind of like sniff it out to see what they think about it. I think you can trick them that you're not you if you just, you know, put on pants and a shirt. They'd probably be completely thrown off, you know, with you with clothes on. Could work for you. It does kind of annoy me because I'm not used to, you know, if I'm going to run through the house, I know how to close the blind on the main street, but I'm not used to having to worry about that side. So now I got to close all my blinds if I'm going to walk around my house. What is happening to this world? It's kind of frustrating. But at the same time, I realize... Okay, there's some speculation I mean, going on. Very Fun Appointment Radio Supporters Club. Yes. I'm seeing some some people trying to help me out here. Uh, Rick said, I wonder why the last restaurant failed might be the semi-new pants. <laughs> the customers couldn't see me. The customers can't see me you from that angle. You don't know that. No, I know that. Yes, I do. I, I 100% know that. The customers can't see me from that angle. I, I, I know. There's no windows. Only the people that work there can see me. Um, Edward says, I got it. Go in and ask about that weird, almost nude neighbor. 
Oh, so pawn it off on somebody else. I hear there's a, uh, how, uh, well, that's, I didn't want to say like nude neighbor. I'd be like, how are the, the people in this fine neighborhood? I am God, thinking about buying here. You're very much becoming Charlie from It's Always a Sunny. A traveler. right now. No, that was like a German accent. I was a traveler. That was not a German accent. I am a traveler from across the pond, and I am here to take a look at this neighborhood, to possibly move into it. And I was wondering, how do you enjoy it? And then, you know, and then if they bring up something about, about the neighbor over there, then I'll just I'll try to be like, oh, this is very normal in Germany. That's a pretty solid German accent, if I do say so myself. All right, so there's, so there's, there's that. There's that idea. That's that's one idea. Um, I I think that's good. I think you should. It doesn't stop have with... to be fancy shit. Just a shirt would disguise you enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think clearly I could I can uh, maybe I'll need to go over there. Should I go over there or not? Yes, you absolutely. At least go and see if the food's good. Do I say that I live next door? No. Don't overtalk. How am I? Like, why are you asking me? And I'm because, usually an overtalker. Because here's the thing. If I go over there and order food, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go to my kitchen to get silverware. And they're going to turn around and see me right there and realize I didn't say anything about being the guy next door. It's awkward. This is an awkward situation. Yes, the whole thing's awkward. And you made it awkward by not putting on clothes when you're staring creepily at your neighbor's house. Like, I would be... Is that my fault? If I looked outside of my window and there was somebody, like, standing in the apartment window across from me, just, like, standing there staring in their underwear... I would probably be tempted to call the police at that point. I'm not staring. Like if someone, not like, like if I just happen to go by the window and I look and someone's staring into my apartment in their underwear. I don't know if I, but I would probably just be like, stop. Or like, what, <laughs> what are you dude? doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, these are things I need to consider. Uh, Daniel's asking, wasn't this an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, you should probably go and check it out and at least support them because they've been, you know, not reporting you to the authorities for standing there should in your I go underwear over there today? staring at them. Yeah. I mean, if it's good, that's awesome, but it's also kind of scary because I don't like a good restaurant being that close to me. And then it gets all super popular and your parking's going to be amazing. Mm, no, less that. I'm just like, that makes it way too easy to be lazy and just go. Oh. I've been cooking more. I've been trying to do better. And that's makes it very easy to be like, yeah, screw it. I'll just go. I've never had that. It's a new thing. It's a new world. Oh, all right. Okay. What if they recognize me? They, they probably will, but just play it off. Just pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> and then two minutes later, they see me standing at the window again. Just eating. Eating the food and looking at them. <laughs> Just, I'll stand there for like 20 minutes eating the food, staring down at them. <laughs> and never admit it's me anytime I go over there. All so right. we live next door. Nope. Not me. It's not me. Nope. Ten minutes later. <laughs> oh, those poor people. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. All right, Greg, first up. Do you like oysters? No. I don't either. A man by the name of Darren Breeden of Orange, (laughs) Uh, Virginia, uh, has now won the new 
world record, guess what kind of news day it is? For eating 480 oysters in eight minutes. That's gross. That's like the worst. That's 480 the worst. oysters? How do you even fit that many? 480 oysters in eight minutes to win the New Orleans competition and set a new record for the event. So this is at the World Oyster Eating Championship at the Oyster Festival in New Orleans. Um, That's a lot. That's a lot of oysters. All right, so it says that he... I don't understand oyster math. Can you help me? <laughs> okay. I'm I'm fairly schooled in oyster math. It's been a few years. Oh, okay. 40 dozen oysters. There we go. Because it said... I thought it said 40 oysters, 480 total shellfish. All right, so uh, Darren Breeden downed 40 dozen oysters. I did my oyster math. 480 total shellfish okay. in eight minutes. I going to ask where you're going with that. Defending champion uh, Michelle Lesko of Tucson, Arizona... Came in second after consuming 27 dozen, uh, which is 324 oysters. In eight minutes? Yes. And that's just, that's gross. Breeden's win is the new record for the event. A dozen oysters. 480 oysters in eight minutes. I can't even eat one oyster. They're so slimy. I mean, you just have to be like... <laughs> shoveling them in. And it's just a stomach full of just gross oysters. Imagine their breath. Oh, I bet it's so good. All right, here's a story that's a little close to our hearts and right. our studio. The Oregon Police Department has shared photos of what they called a free roaming chicken, which I do dost doth believe, Greg, that it might be the same chicken that I tried to rescue three years ago. So there was a chicken roaming around on Southeast Stark and 13th here in Southeast Portland that was reported to police because it was wandering the streets and nobody was able to find the chicken's owner. So the Portland Police Department said that uh, officer responded, Officer Trummer spotted the chicken running loose in a neighborhood. This happened yesterday. Uh, so they decided to post pictures about it, trying to find the chicken's owner. Uh, the the Twitter post included photos of the chicken wandering, and then it was loaded into the back of this patrol car, which I was never able to catch the chicken. We do have a video. It's on our YouTube channel. If you type in uh, Sarah Dillon chicken. <laughs> Don't do that. Really? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, that'll pull oh, it up. Jesus. Sarah Dillon and the chicken. I really tried. So it's a horrible video, too, because yep. it was pouring it rain. It comes right up. It says, Sarah Dillon tries to catch a chicken. <laughs> That's Jesus the name Christ. of it. Jesus Christ. This is my it life. It was a Periscope video we posted years ago. Anyway, it was like pouring rain, and I looked like crap. And so I'm trying to catch the chicken because I was really... No, con- you called me because you were going to be late to work because you were worried about a chicken that was running around. I was really around. worried because I was wandering into the street, and I didn't want like the chicken There's like 9 million chickens hurt. in this city. I mean, who, yeah. it's a chicken. Who cares? Oh, I cared. I wanted to make sure it was okay, but it didn't. Sorry it for didn't everybody who has pet it. chickens. I realize, but but I mean, you were just going to scare it. Well, I know. I did try to scare. It. I did try to catch it with my rain jacket. You at did, one point. and there's video of you trying to do that. I tried to help it. It didn't want my help. Mm-hmm. Um, so the department says that with the assistance of a community member, he was able to get the chicken into his patrol car. We couldn't find the owner at that point, so it went to animal control in Troutdale. However, since then, it has found its owner, and the chicken's name is Edie. And it's back at its home in Southeast Portland. E D I E. Seems like a kind of a mean name. E T E. That's all I think. I don't think it's an eaten chicken. It's an E T U. It's an egg and chicken. Okay. Oregon story number one. Oregon story number two. It's a man at a Grant's Pass. Is it Grant's Pass or Grant Pass? 
Oh, get the smirk off your face. It's Grant's Pass. All right, that's what I thought because I it says Grant Pass here. Oh. A Grant's Pass man on drugs stole no. a car directly in front of deputies because he thought that he was in a real-life version of the video game Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yes, boy. indeed. Anthony Clark, 23 years old, led authorities on a 40-mile chase wow. on Saturday in Grants Pass. Well, the reason why he did this, he Grants told... Grants Pass isn't 40 miles long. It must be... It must have started in Grants Pass. Yeah. Um, so he told police that he had taken LSD when he got into a Toyota Camry that, right. that two Jackson County deputies were waiting to tow after an unrelated DUI stop. So I don't think it was his car. I think he just climbed into the car. <laughs> Uh, the sheriff's office said that Clark sped through multiple towns, crashed through a fence, ran over spike strips twice. Whoa, somebody needs to learn how to uh, spell things. It says spike strops, and then it calls it Grant Pass. What, what is this on? This uh, quality journalism? I don't know, but that's the first thing that I um, that I learned in, in my communications classes. Like, you always spell the place right and the last name right. You double-check that, like, 17 times. So, uh, Grant's Pass. So, this was in... Yeah. What, so, uh, what article is this from? What website? Um, I got it article? from one of the collective sites that I've. Okay. Let's see, All like, right. It's Oregon fine. It's Man, fine. Grand Theft Auto, Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's about right. All right. <laughs> oh my God! You just set me up for that. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't set you up because I didn't I'm know. I'm looking at this. I know. No spike drops. I'm looking at this. Is the exact same one. Anthony Clark of Grant Pass ran over spike strops. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So he, anyway, he drove over the spike strops uh, twice, drove down several roads the wrong way. Clark was uh, finally arrested after ramming into another police cruiser, fleeing into a mobile home park, and trying to steal yet another vehicle. The sheriff's office said no one was hurt during the chase. Clark admitted to taking drugs and hallucinating while being interviewed by officers. Uh, the Oregonian, citing a probable cause affidavit, reported Clark got into the Toyota after getting out of the passenger side of a truck nearby and told the deputy, verbalized to the deputy before he stole the car, quote, I'm going to steal that car. <laughs> I'm going to go steal that car there. The man is facing a slew of charges from three different law enforcement agencies since he went through many counties. Uh, he was charged by the Jackson County Sheriff's Office with attempting to elude an officer in a vehicle, eluding uh, an officer on foot, driving under the influence of intoxicants, blah, blah, blah. He was charged by the Ashland Police Department with oh, reckless endangering another okay. person, reckless, uh, reckless driving, first-degree criminal mischief, attempting to elude an officer. Uh, Oregon State Police charged him with recklessly endangering another person, and Third degree escape. So that is a shit ton of fines that he is going to be wow. paying. And maybe sometime. Ashland's pretty cool. Have you ever been there? No. Is that where they have the Shakespeare thing? Yes. I've yeah, it's always in Southern Oregon. It. They have a Shakespeare festival. They have a replica of the Globe Theater. We've talked about this um, before. Remember how we were asking people to take us to a Renaissance fair and nobody... Oh, we got an email about a Renaissance fair. I kid you not. Today. What? Today? Yeah. No. This this morning, we got an email about a... And, the Shakespeare thing's not really a Renaissance fair, but um, we got an email today from listener Derek. He said there's a Renaissance fair in Camby, Oregon this weekend. What? Uh, seriously, yeah. I'm looking at this right now. Holy crap. June 9th and 10th, third annual Oregon Renaissance Fair. So maybe we should check that out. Uh, that might be good, worth some videos. I don't think I can this weekend. Okay. But it's, it looks like it's the following weekend, too. Hmm. Well, yeah, maybe it's the following, yeah, 16th okay. and 17th. I could definitely do that. Well, I don't know if All I right. can. So we'll, we'll see what we can do. Okay. All right. All right. 
No, because our friend's having surgery and I'm spending the day with them. Remember? This okay. Weekend. Yeah. All right. All right. Finally, I want to ask you how petty you think this is and what kind of petty thing would you consider doing this for? This is a woman. Her name is Haley. She's from Washington State. Okay. Haley Bird posted a picture that she had taken of her boyfriend after he had started to eat a Kit Kat. However, the way that he ate it is now causing the internets to be in an uproar. Because instead of snapping the four pieces in half, he took it and bit into all four of them at the same time, taking a bite out of all four of them. So she posted a picture of it on the internets, and now thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people... Took to the internet because this is important to tell her to dump her boyfriend to for eating his Kit Kat like that. Wow! They said that it's a deal breaker and he should not be eating it like that. So a uh, deal Haley... breaker. I mean, did he do anything else wrong or just that was it? No, nope, uh, Haley Bird. So she's from Washington is now being urged by the internet to dump her boyfriend Evan Wilt by concerned members of the public who do not like the way that he chose to eat his Kit Kat. So I guess he did this for the first time. Uh, Haley shared a photo of her boyfriend's attempt to eat a Kit Kat, and while didn't while, while she said that she didn't mind it too much, the internet of course did. So uh, of course it erupted, and people upset about the fact that he was eating his Kit Kat. Wrong. Really, people are that upset. This is a thing that people do. So I know that you have a weird food thing. Is there anything? I do. Is there some sort of like food deal breaker for you? Um, I mean, that wouldn't be a deal breaker. It seems odd. That's not how I would eat a Kit Kat because I would want to. If somebody repeatedly touched Because really, I'd make. The way I would look at a Kit Kat is, is there's like four, four pieces, right? They're all stuck together. Mm-hmm. I looked at it as basically, I make that four separate candy bars if I were to eat one. So you get one and then like put the rest back. And then you wait and then it's like, oh, now I get another one. You okay. eat it like that, you know, yeah, you're, you're kind of just wasting your time on there. Um, hmm. If there's anything that's dumpable, I mean, if somebody I bet, put I, mayonnaise on everything. No, I bet if somebody repeatedly touched your food or took things off of yes, your plate. Yes, 100%. That would be the... I would absolutely <laughs> break up with someone if they did that. Yeah, if you repeatedly, if we went to a restaurant and you repeatedly didn't order enough food for yourself and just like picked off of my plate, yeah, I would not be able to handle that. Nope. I'm fine with sharing every now and then, but if the if it's a habit of, oh no, I just, I don't... Like you go to order burgers or something like, oh, I just want a burger. I don't need any fries. And then I order fries and you eat half of my fries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Like order yourself some fries. I knew I'll that buy you, you some have, fries. No, you realize that not many people like have that kind of passion about. If somebody did that all the time. Stuff. Like always said like, oh, I don't want any fries. And then eats half your fries every time. Yeah, that's annoying. All right, ladies. There you go. Hit me up, Greg, at FunEmploymentRadio.com. All right. I'll buy you some fries. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. He won't share his fries with you, but he'll buy you your own. I know exactly the amount of food that I want. Unless it's like a shared plate thing. That's different. I don't feel like you have ever done anything on a shared plate. I have. I have done a shared thing. I, in my mind, I like to make sure things are equal. But, you know, that's I the worst. You're like, well, we both split it in half, so I need to have exactly the same amount of fries as you did. That's Do you the split the tater way. tots down the middle? Like, one for you, one for me. I would not say it you, out loud. Two for me. Are you keeping count in your head? 
I keep a general I not not by number, but by oh, volume. Greg. 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 By volume. Yeah. Greg. I mean I can I can let that slide if somebody's, you know, just eats three quarters of it and I get a quarter. That's it's a little annoying. I used to do that with my friend when we'd order pizza and he would eat like real fat because you know I'm a slow eater. Mm-hmm. So that's why it always screws me in like group situations. I'm I eat slow. And so unless I eat fast, a lot of times I get kind of screwed out of the deal. So what we've learned about Greg today is that he hates ET. He would have a mogwai for, for breeding purposes to make money. And if you try to share food with him, he's either going to like not give you as much food as you're that as you're no, allowed to have, no. or he's just going to be uh-uh. mad at you uh-uh. that you eat faster than him. I am very fair with it. I will not eat more than what my share is. I will not. Yeah, but if you're too slow eating your share and it's getting cold, then I think that you have to forfeit some of your share. See, that's I disagree with that. I think that's my share. I can do with it what I want. No, if you're if if you were two people mutually eating off of one plate, that means that you both are well, sharing the plate until it's done. Can. Yeah, you're not allowed to eat like three and be like, oh, I'm full, and then I'm supposed to stop at half. No. Um, That's like mozzarella sticks, for example. Like if there are eight mozzarella sticks and you eat one and you're like, oh, I'm full. And then I eat my four. And I'm like, well, those are just sitting there. They're getting cold. No, that is not how that works. I, if you're sharing I probably it, get another mozzarella stick. If you're stick. splitting it, I get how many I paid for. I mean, come on. That is not splitting it then. Then you should buy the whole thing of mozzarella sticks. If that were the case. It should be on you. Why should I have to pay for all of them? Because you ate almost all of them. Like, if that's what's going on, that's how the... Uh. I'm just saying, if you want to play the game, you got to learn how to eat a little faster. Mm. Or else you don't get food. That's life, Greg. You go to a buffet, once they run out of food, they run out of food. If you're too slow, you're hungry. A buffet is different. That's a I'm different talking about situation. the buffet of life, Greg. You and Keelan can eat together. It looks like he agrees with you. Yep. You guys can have the worst dinners ever together. All right. You get approximately uh, very satisfying half of this. dinners because okay. we will each get exactly what we want. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get down to the end and I'm like, are we prearranged? Like, hey, I'm going to order two chicken enchiladas, but uh, you're getting two tamales. You want to switch, you know, or something like that. We'll do a switcher up. You wouldn't yeah, okay. switch. You would never switch. Not for an enchilada for a tamale. It's uh-huh. too, the size ratio is wrong, the volume's wrong. But I'd be down with it. So is it the size volume or the fact that one of them might cost more than the other? Does it come down to cost or size? Oh, God, you're so... It depends. You're such a It depends on the situation. Oh, It depends my God. on the situation. Generally, though, it'd be volume. What if the tamales were more expensive than your enchilada? Tamales will never be more expensive what than your enchilada. What if they were? That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Tamales are delicious, by the way. Maybe that's what I'll see if the neighbors are. All right, send us an email, fundemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. It's we really appreciate it. It's being pointed out that, Greg, you sound like you'd be an amazing date. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about popcorn? I feel like we need to get back in. Like, what about movie popcorn? Oh, oh I that's bet a th- good question. We can talk about it tomorrow. Let's talk want. about this tomorrow because I kind of, because you can sound give pretty you the, much, you sound I like the worst right now. I can give you answers to all of that. I can explain all of that. Movies are very difficult. Please, I know that he just said that's what we're talking about tomorrow, but please listen to our show anyway. I know he's just kind of told you what 
his rules are going to be for tomorrow. Oh, no, I'm not telling you what... I have rules for, oh, okay. for movie theaters. We can explain it. What, stealing cup holders from If children? you have questions and you'd like me to answer those on our next episode, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, or write us on Twitter, twitter.com slash funemploymentradio, Facebook, or Instagram, any of those things. Follow us on all, and YouTube, and uh, I will answer your food-related oh. questions. I will answer them on an episode, probably tomorrow's episode. I'll answer your food-related questions. Send me something in writing. And we'll get to this. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye. 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 Bye.